following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliated American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome everyone here in the Zoom room and on ACB Radio community. Today we have Eric Damery with us from Vespero, and he will be talking about the latest JAWS 2021 release. Here you well, go, Eric. Thank you, Monica. Um, welcome, everyone. Glad to be with you once again. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, JAWS 2021, what's been going on with the uh, update that we just posted, maybe some of the, the features that are in it. I'm set up to do some screen share. And uh, so I'll see about doing a little bit of demonstration. And I always like to leave plenty of time to answer questions as well. So what I'll try and do is talk for 30 minutes or so, do a little demonstration uh, on some of the features as I talk about them, and then we'll open it up for questions for a half hour or however long uh, we keep going. I think we go right till the top of the hour at 4 o'clock Eastern, so uh, uh, we'll take questions for a half hour or so. Now, if you have a question and it just can't wait because it's something we're talking about and you, you need to uh, to get that in, raise your hand and I'll see if we can't uh, stop and get to it at, at as you have the question. But if you can hold it, uh, try and, you know, jot yourself a note down and then uh, we'll get through lots of questions in the second half hour and uh, you can bring that up and we'll go back and we'll talk about that. So. Uh, JAWS 2021, ZoomText 2021, and Fusion 2021 all received uh, an update this week on Tuesday morning about 9.30 Eastern time. It was released and had you restarted your software after that time and you um, have automatic updates being announced, you would have gotten notice of that update and should have gotten it installed. The version on the JAWS side is 2021.2103.174. Now, what do all those numbers mean? Um, you know, I, I had to ask about it myself at one point. And uh, so why don't I explain that to you so you can keep track because it's a, it actually, it makes some sense. There's some logic to it. So 2021, the first four digits are the, uh, the annual yearly release uh, number. The second four, dot two one oh three, is the month with which that build was built. So this release build, even though it came out on April sixth, the software was actually built in the month of March. That's when it was compiled. And you know, we go through rigorous testing and we send things to beta 
and so forth. So it, it, it usually will take a little bit of time. We can't just build and release it the next day. So it was built in March 2103. And then dot 174 is how many times we compiled the version, uh, during the release cycle. So, uh, from the time we had released in February up through this build that we released in April, we had built the product 174 times. And that happens because sometimes we build more than once in a day, uh, obviously. And, uh, you know, we're constantly uh, tweaking the software and building the software. Sometimes we build something in that doesn't work the way we need it to. We have to take a piece of code out, respin it. So every time it gets built, it has a new number. And uh, each of the products you'll see uh, will follow the same number in sequence. Um, they were all built in 2103, but they all have a different build number after them because sometimes we build one product without building the others. Anyway, didn't mean to get on that tangent, but I thought maybe you'd be interested. You'll see that number when you're running JAWS. If you don't run from the system tray, uh, if you do an insert J and the JAWS window comes up, if you have a Braille display, you'll see that exact version number sitting right on your Braille display when the window comes up. If you do a say line, if you're using speech, you'll hear that version number. It is shown on the UI. It's in the window. If you run from the system tray, there's a couple of different ways to get your version. You can insert J, uh, hit H for help, hit A for about, and you'll find the version in the about box or you can um, uh, move focus to JAWS. You can do insert J, and then you can do insert control V, and that gives you the version of the application. If you do insert control V twice quickly, it'll virtualize it so you can select it, copy it to the clipboard, and send it to somebody. So anyway, that's a little bit about versions and what you've got. And this is all important. You've got to continue to update um, not only are we adding things in, but we are keeping up with changes that everybody else uh, has been making. So Microsoft, Google, and others are all constantly making adjustments to their software, and we are working closely with them, and we're actually running some of their um uh, software that has not been pushed out to the public yet. So they're constantly making changes and giving us stuff before you get it. And then we make adjustments on our software so we get it ready. So when they release, our software will work with it. So you got to keep up to date with our stuff because you're going to get updates from their stuff. And uh, that matters. Okay, so in the in the JAWS side, for the April update, we made some changes. And the first one I'm going to talk to you about is in the area of the voice assistant. Voice assistant's a new feature we released in the 2021 version. It gives us the ability to wake up our screen reader or our screen magnification software with a spoken word, much like you would with Alexa. And if you have an Alexa and it just uh, woke up, I apologize. But uh, it it allows you to give commands to do things like you can ask jaws to read the time now i'm doing screen share let's see if i can make this work 
oh, let's go in and make a change first because this is the change I wanted to show you. If you've got the April update installed, we added a way for you to add the word hey to the wake up word command. And the reason this is important is because plenty of people have been running across situations where the thing seems to wake up and they didn't even ask for it. Uh, a lot of false positives have been reported. So we made it so that the wake word could now include the word hey, but you have to set that. It will change in the future to become the default. We didn't change it yet, but uh, I will in the future. So I would encourage you to just go ahead and make the change. And in order to do that, I'm going to go to JAWS. JAWS. And I'm going to go to the utility menu. All new menu, utilities menu, voice assistant, sub menu to move through items, press up or down. And there's the voice assistant right on top. And I press enter. Enter. Top the JAWS insert plus alt. And uh, I'm going to move down one time. Settings dot dot dot. To settings. And I press enter. Enter. Leaving menus. Default left pair in all applications. Right pair in dash JAWS settings center dialog. Preview. Voice assistant. Open. Five items to move through. Okay. So it opened up. And it's going to change by default. This isn't an application setting I'm going to make a change up for. I'm going to change it so that it always does this. And I'll move down. Level 1. Enable voice assistant checked. 1 to 5. Okay, so it's checked by default. That's good. I'm going to leave that. Wait word, listen for wait word, quote, sharky, quote. Aha, so it's right now set to listen for the word sharky. I'm going to hit the space bar. Space, listen for wait word, quote, a sharky, quote, two of three. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Okay, and so when I said the word, it heard it and popped it up. That's what that was. So anyways, I just changed it to add the word hey to that wake word so that it would uh, then need, uh, it'll, it'll, it will not react with, unless I give both words. Read only edit. Use the radio button. Uh, whoops. Now, I'm going to keep moving down. Enable voice assistant sounds checked. I'm going to turn this off because I actually prefer no sounds for the voice assistant so that when I call it, it will simply um, pop up and I can speak immediately and I don't have to wait for the sound. I have enough confidence that it comes up when I ask it to, and uh, I just assume not have the extra sounds. And that's all the changes I'm going to make for right now. Read only at apply button, enter, preview, read OK button to act, enter, JAWS. So now if I just say Sharky, nothing happens. But if I add the word hey to the front of that and then ask it to do something, it should do it. So I'll try one. Hey, Sharky, tell me a joke. Well, that didn't work too well. Let's try it one more time. Hey, Sharky, tell me a joke. Sharks don't tell jokes. Ask my friend Alexa. Alexa, can you tell me a joke? Ha ha. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, I don't know why that sound played because I actually um, unchecked that and saved it. So maybe I got a bug. I'll have to go back and look at that. But uh, that's the change, and I would just assume if you do use this, even if you don't use it, make that change because you don't want this thing popping up for you uh, randomly, and this will help avoid that. The other thing that we did in Voice Assistant was we extended or we shortened the length of time that it will continue to listen to you or something around you that's talking. So when you wake it up, 
uh, it used to continue to listen. So sometimes I'd give a command and it wouldn't execute the command for a, a wee bit. And uh, the reason was it was listening because it heard a television talking or somebody talking in another room. It was picking that noise up and it thought I was still giving the command. So it didn't go and do the task. We've shortened the amount of time that it will continue to listen. And uh, that should got that should have gotten a little bit better. Um, we've also removed some things to to make things a little quicker. So, like, let's say you wanted to make a dictionary entry. Uh, all you have to say now is, hey, Sharky, dictionary. Hey, Sharky, dictionary. Boy, my demonstration's not working too good. I don't know if it's got something to do with the fact that I'm connected to Zoom at the same time, but uh, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm not going to belabor it. It does work. Uh, it's not waking up. It's not that it didn't get the word dictionary. Matter of fact, let me try another thing. Dictionary. Press control plus shift plus D to modify the default dictionary file. Okay, so what I did that time, instead of using the wake word, I just used the insert alt spacebar, which brings it up, and then I said the word dictionary, and it launched right into the dictionary. So you don't have to know the keystroke. So you can do these things like screen shade or screen curtain. That's all you have to say, and it will put on the screen uh, shade for you. And in Zoom text, things like color enhancements or mouse enhancements, things like that, you don't have to say anything more than those words. You don't have to say toggle or turn it on or do anything. If you just say color enhancements after you wake it up, it happens. Uh, it'll go whichever way it is because it's a toggle. So if the switch was already on, it's going to turn it off. If it's off, it'll turn it on. That's basically what that is. Escape. Okay. So that's a little bit about the changes in voice assistant. I will let you know that there'll be a lot more changes showing up in voice assistant come the May update. So I'm sure I'll be back on here and I'll talk to you about that stuff uh, when it happens. Uh, for those of you who like to anticipate, you would want to be paying attention around May 18th. I believe that is our scheduled release date. And I think we're on track for that date. Uh, so we should hit it. So the next thing I want to talk about real quickly is um, place markers and a change we've made for Excel. Um, place markers are something that we had created a long time ago. They're very useful on the web, and maybe I'll demonstrate this or show you a little bit about where you can learn how to use these if you don't. Um, it's something that would be beneficial, I think, to just about anybody that uses JAWS on the computer. If you're not using place markers, you probably want to learn more about it. They, they help. Now, on the web, think of it as like breadcrumbs. It's like a way to drop something, uh, bookmark a location on a web page so that you can later uh, get back to that location without having to remember where it was. What heading was it under? Was it a link? What paragraph was it in? Um, what was the wording? I can't remember what to search for when I find. Um, 
So if you can, if you know it, if it's a page you're going to use again, or if it's a location where you've read through a page and you think this is where you need to be, but you would just as soon keep reading forward to make sure that, that it really is what you are looking for. Uh, but you're going to want to come back to it. So a quick way to get back to it is to drop a place marker. That's what they are. There's temporary place markers. You have one available to you, and you can drop it on a web page, and then you can go someplace else. And then if you come back to that web page and hit the letter K, it will be there. And to drop a place marker, the keystroke is Control Windows K. If you can remember that, Control Windows K. Now, of course, you can always look that up in the JAWS command search, type in the word place marker when you're in a browser, and it will find that information, and you can you can learn how to do it right from there if you don't remember the keystroke. So you drop the temporary place marker. Later on the same page, you can hit the letter K, and it will move the virtual cursor right back to that spot and do the say line. There are also permanent place markers, which you can create. And these can be used on various web pages. You can name them. Um, uh, Rachel mentioned this morning when I, we talked about this, recipes, which is a great one. Uh, a lot of people, and, and me included, look things up on the Internet. I've been looking up recipes on how to prepare something for uh, the Instapot that we got. And when you look up these recipes, oftentimes they have long descriptions about the um, food that you're going to prepare. And the actual ingredients list and the recipe is located way down in the blog. And if this is something you're going to bookmark and then come back to this location in the future, because you're probably going to cook it again, or you, you, know, you looked it up in the morning and then the afternoon you want to come back and cook, you'll want to get back to the uh, steps to follow. So you just drop a, a place marker on that page and you can mark it and call it recipe. So when you return to that page, if you had multiple place markers, you could bring up a list of them, choose the one you want, press enter, it'll put you right at that location. Or you can just hit K and it'll cycle through all of the ones that you have. So that's the original intent of our place markers. Now, the other thing that we use these place markers for which is uh, something I'm going to demonstrate for you now, is to be able to select and mark a block of text. Or in Microsoft Excel, you can grab a, um, a region in a spreadsheet and take that entire region with you uh, to copy and paste rather than having to shift and the arrow keys to move around and select all the cells individually until you get to the whole block. This would be a little easier solution, I think. So let's see how it works. So remember, to drop the place marker was Control, uh, Windows key, and the letter K. And, and then we'll talk about how to mark that location afterwards. So first, I'm going to move over to an Excel spreadsheet that I just created. What's new in JAWS? Zoom. Test of selections.xlsx-excel. Please wait. Test of selections.xlsx. Test of select. Okay, so I opened up Excel right before this uh, call, right before this webinar, and I made a simple little spreadsheet, and I'm going to walk myself down column A just to orient you with what I've got. Monday, A2. Tuesday, A3. Wednesday, A4. Totals, A5. So I got three days of the week, and then a totals 
line. I'll go back up to uh, the top. Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, blank, A1. And I'll move across to the right. Apples, B1. Oranges, C1. Pears, D1. I'm not real creative here, folks. So this is how many apples, oranges, and pears we picked on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And uh, there are numbers under each one of these columns and a total at the bottom. So pretty simple spreadsheet. Uh, and the game or the 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 goal here is I want to select all of that information, copy it to the clipboard, and then either jump into a Word document or maybe an email message and paste that block in so that I can send it to somebody and they can see how much fruit I've been picking. Oranges, C1. So to begin, apples, B1, blank, A1. I'm going back to the top left corner and I'm going to drop a place marker there. So I want, uh, the JAWS key, the Windows key, and K, I think I said. Windows K, connect, search button, escape, Oops, that wasn't it. Windows K, connect, search button to escape. Hmm. I think you said control Windows K. Sorry. Yeah, control oh, Windows K. Sorry. See, I'm slipping. My mind All is that. slipping here. Escape. All right, so let me get we back in. Test mud blank, A1. A1, control Windows K, you're right. Setting cell marker at A1. So I set a cell marker right there. Now it knows, and this is the place marker technology doing it, but it knows we're in Excel and it's setting a place marker or a cell marker at that location. Now I'm going to move back down to the totals row. Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, a totals, a five. And I'm going to move across three, uh, three more cells over to the pairs. 15, 27, at formula, D5. So I'm in the last cell of my region. And I'm going to mark this location, which is going to tell JAWS or tell Excel that I wanted to select everything from A1 down to this location. And it should grab it all. So to mark it, insert spacebar space. and the letter M. Select A1, blank, D5, 7. So it's selected from A1, which had nothing, to D5, which is the cell I'm in, and it has the number 7. And if you want to double check, you can do insert, shift, down arrow. Selected range, A1, blank, D5, 7. So it's going from A1 to D5 and everything in between, everything to the left, I mean to the right of A over to column D and everything down. And if I copy that to the clipboard. Copy selection to clipboard. And if I jump into something, I'll just go into Windows Notepad. Enter, untitled, dash, notepad. And I'll paste. Paste it from clipboard. Totals 15, 24, 7. And there's the bottom row. Wednesday, 5, 9, 4. Tuesday, 6, 7, 1. Monday, 4, 8, 2. Apples, oranges, pears. And there was the whole table is sitting right in there. And of course, this is notepad, so it just brought it in as text. If I pasted that into a Word document or I pasted it into an email message, it would actually go in as a table and you'd be able to navigate that correctly. So that's the feature. You use the same uh, functionality to select text in a Microsoft Word document or to select text on a web page, for instance. You drop the place marker with a control Windows K at the starting location, then you move to the end of the area that you want to select and mark it with the insert spacebar, followed by the letter M, and it will select everything in between. And you can go up. So you can drop the place marker at the bottom, move higher in your document or web page, and then select 
up to that point, or you can select down. It doesn't matter which way you go. Eric, um, yes. Deborah has a raised hand for you. All right. Deborah, there you are. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, yes you can. The man. Okay. Um, this is a pretty simple question. So if I am extracting a portion of a report I have in Excel, mm-hmm. and I want it to be an attractively formatted table, uh, would I need to create the table first, or would it automatically create a table if I paste it into Word or Outlook? I think it automatically creates the table for you. Give me one second. Let me take a quick peek. It does actually cr- put it into a table format. Ooh, nice. Happy bosses. Thank you. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the next thing. Let me get back to my notes on my web page here. Sorry. Okay. So that was place markers. Uh, Microsoft Teams. I don't know how many of you are using it. Uh, I will tell you that it is becoming extremely popular, certainly in businesses. And for those of you who have heard about it but don't really know what it is, let me try and give you a little explanation. Teams is a program designed for organizations or groups of people who want to be able to communicate within that group, uh, to be able to chat, to be able to call, to be able to send files or store files in a location so that everybody that's in the team can access the same file and they can actually uh, interact with the file, make changes, and everybody else gets those changes as they're doing it. Um, You can also uh, do presentations to a group of people through Teams. So if you have a, a group of people that are in your team and you can create lots of different teams, um, they can all come in and watch a presentation, much like you might in Zoom. And if they're doing it with a PowerPoint presentation and the PowerPoint presentation has been stored inside of Teams, so it's a file that's saved in the Teams application and then presented, if you're a JAWS user, you literally can review the PowerPoint presentation while they're giving it to you. So unlike with other places, other apps like Zoom, where when you're seeing the PowerPoint presentation, you you generally don't read the screen. You have to listen to the person explain the slides to you, or they have to send you the PowerPoint presentation for you to review the slides in detail, or you have to use something like PictureSmart to try and grab the screen image and have JAWS dissect it. But in Teams, as long as they run PowerPoint and do the slideshow from the files saved in Teams, you can literally review the slide as they go. So it's pretty impressive. Now, if you go to Microsoft Teams and you do an insert W now, in the latest update, we're giving you um, many of the currently available team keystrokes. And um, we've also made a couple of other minor modifications. So control period to display all the team commands. Uh, uh, JAWS will remind you about that keystroke when you do the insert W. And if you do, by the way, use the control period, uh, which is the team's command to get access to those keystrokes, I highly recommend you then go to virtual mode, uh, insert Z, toggle on the virtual cursor, to be able to navigate that uh, window, it, it'll it'll navigate much easier. 
Um, so that's a little bit about teams, and I do encourage you, if you get a chance, to start educating yourself on that program. Eventually, someday, you're probably going to run into a situation where you need to use it, and it's a little bit of a challenge to learn it, but once you do, you'll have a good handle on it, and you'll be able to jump right in when the time arrives in the future. Um, Google Docs. We made a, a pretty big improvement here in Google Docs, again, Working in conjunction with uh, Google, we've now got the ability to be able to read comments and or other revisions uh, that have been produced in Google Docs. So if, if those are turned on and someone has put a comment within the document as you're moving through it, you'll be informed. And you, there is a keystroke now, Alt, Shift, and the apostrophe. And that will drop you in or let you read or hear the comment. If you want to read that comment in detail, when you do the Alt-Shift apostrophe, tap the apostrophe twice quickly. And what happens is it'll, it'll virtualize that comment that you're reading and let you read it in detail. So if you have a Braille display, you can then go in and read through that comment in some detail. Um, another big change that we've made, and this is, may not be appropriate or needed for those of you who are at home, but many of us work in a location where they don't necessarily want the software program JAWS to be able to go outside of the network and talk to the internet. We get this a lot from big customers like banks or um you know, secure environments, government positions, oftentimes even schools don't want students to be able to uh, have software that reaches out to third-party products. And JAWS and ZoomText and Fusion all do. They That's how they find out that there is an update available. It's how Tandem works. If you want to have a Tandem connection with somebody, it goes through a server on the outside on the Internet if you want to use Voice Assist or Picture Smart, those are using third-party services provided by Microsoft and Google. So it's taking the information that you've said or that you've captured, and it's sending it to the cloud to these services, being interpreted and sending you the answer back. So those are all things that require the Internet, and some of these locations do not want the software to do it. We've added a command line option now so that when the IT person installs the software, if they use that command line switch, it puts a registry entry into your registry that basically tells JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion to, to disable any of those services that go outside. So they can then feel confident that whatever you're using, you're only using what's been installed and it's not going to reach out on the internet. So if you're... Um, looking to get an employment position and they're concerned about something like that, you should know that there is an option for them and you can uh, actually direct the IT person to go to the Freedom Scientific homepage, go to downloads, and on the downloads page, they'll find a link on there for offline um, and secure environments. And that link will take them to a page that will explain exactly how to use the command line switch, and they'll be able to figure it out. Okay. A change that we made for 
Zoom text that I want to talk a little bit about. It's a great feature called Background Reader. And if you're running Zoom text, you can at any point on a web page or in a document just select a group of text. You can either select it by dragging the mouse across it, or you could control A, or you could use shift down arrow. You can just select this big block of information, and then you can have it read while you go and do something else on the computer. It'll just keep reading it in the background, hence background reader. In order to do this, you select the text, and then the keystroke from Zoom text is caps lock um, with alt, caps lock, alt, and then the letter B. So hold down caps lock and alt and hit B for background reader, and it will start to read it. And this is nice. JAWS users will want this as well. We're going to have to get to it so that it can read in the background uh, as you're navigating with your Braille display, and it's not going to interrupt the speech. And that's the beauty. I can have an article read while I go back and start looking through my inbox and open up a different email to visually look at while that article is being read in the background. It's a nice feature. And it wasn't working quite the way it should. It's one that's been around ZoomText for a while. You used to have to actually put everything on the clipboard that you wanted it to read. You don't have to now. Just selecting it is enough, and the keystroke will work. Now, if you didn't select text and you did the keystroke, it's actually going to look at your clipboard to see if there's anything currently on your Windows clipboard, and if there is, it will read that. So first, it looks for a selected item. If it doesn't find one, it'll look at the clipboard. If it doesn't find one, you'll get an error message telling you that there's nothing on your clipboard. And obviously, you had nothing selected, so it didn't know what to read, and it didn't. So that's a little bit about the changes. There were others. I do encourage you to always go to the Freedom Scientific homepage. And under Software Updates, you'll find links for JAWS. Fusion, and ZoomText right there. And those will take you to the what new, What's New page. And then you can move by heading with the letter H, and you'll find the enhancements for each month that came out, and you can review those in some detail. So with that, I'll stop, and uh, we'll open it up for questions. Okay. Uh, we do have some hand raised for you. And if you want to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y on your PC, Option-Y on your Mac. Star 9 if you're on your phone with a keypad, and if you're using the app, it's in the middle of your screen. And we go to Eve. I just wanted to ask if you could repeat, repeat the part about marking. Um, motorcycles went by right when you were describing. <laughs> if we mark um, up in Excel, let's say you're up in that top corner and you want down to there. Aside from putting the K there and putting the K there, what was the process in between? I mean, do you have shift yep. or anything? Yep. No good question. So first of all, let me describe to you what a sighted person does is they look at the region. They take mm -hmm. their mouse pointer to the first cell on the top left and they press and hold down the, the click button. And then they drag the mouse down to the bottom right cell. Right. And when they get there, everything in that block would have been selected. Right. So what you're going to do is move to the top left cell location press the control windows K to drop a place marker at that location. It's uh -huh. like you're saying, 
It's like you're saying, I'm holding my mouse click right here now. And then all you have to do is arrow uh, to the location, or you can actually use the go to. There's a jump command and go to the cell that's in the bottom right if you know what it is. But if you don't, you just arrow down and get to the bottom right-hand corner. And when you get to the right, the proper cell, then you do insert spacebar and the letter M, and it will f- complete the selection. So you don't have to hold down shift key and do anything like that when you're moving. Insert spacebar M? Yes. Insert so, so you're space- not adding a new place Not marker. a new place marker, right. You're, okay. do- you're dropping the place marker up there. And then the command, and, and let me explain what insert space M, uh, com- where it comes from. <laughs> so insert space is our layered command. If you use that, if you want to use like convenient OCR or something like that, there is a layered command to do it. When, so when you do insert space in JAWS, you hear that noise. And that means whatever keys are on the pressed on the keyboard now, there's there's keys for JAWS. And if you wanted to find out what those keys were, you could actually do a question mark right there, and it would tell you what all the available commands are. But I'm telling you the command is M to mark something. So insert space and the letter M, and it will mark that location, which completes the selection for you. Okay? Okay. And when all else fails and you forget all of this, the next time you get there, because this is something you want to practice, when you're in Excel, if you just bring up uh, the JAWS command search, which is insert space and the letter J, and you'll hear um, you'll hear it pop up. Oh, I've got speech turned off. So all you're hearing is the uh, forms mode goes on when it popped up on me. And then I can just type in the word select or place mark, or either one of those words will probably work. And it brings up a list of all the commands that JAWS makes available to you while you're in Excel. And in there, you'll find the one for uh, dropping a cell place marker, and you'll find the thing for insert space M for marking the text. So you can read through the commands and get them right there. Okay? Okay, next we'll go to Larry. Okay, uh, you talked about Teams, which I'm not yet into, but I am mm-hmm. still using Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I have a question because this has come up. Is there a way to use the spotlight control with uh, JAWS commands? You know, the spotlight control is where <clears throat> the host is able to, uh, the way they describe it is hover over a participant's name, and then you click, and then the camera focuses on that individual uh, rather than on the host speaker. Ah, I see. I I do not know. This is not. I don't host many Zoom meetings. I come in and participate in some, but I don't know much about the application in general. This would be a good question if you send it to training at Vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com, and, and pose that question. Uh, the folks in our training department will be glad to latch onto that and try and find you the answer. The other person that would probably be a good one to ask about that would be Brian Hartchin at Hartchin Consultancy. 
and Brian has uh, done advanced scripting for Zoom. So if it is something that requires some form of scripting that was not included in JAWS itself, Brian has some scripts that are uh, very handy, I think, especially for somebody hosting events, and you may want to check on those. Okay, next we'll go to Beth. Hi, Beth. Hey, guys. Hi. Thanks for a great presentation. I was wondering, maybe this isn't the place to discuss this, but um, I had listened to a very informative um, webinar about L Braille. I don't remember when it was done, but do you have any news that you could share with us about Elbrail? I I heard there was something that you guys are doing about a notes app and all kinds of neat stuff. Thank you. Well, I don't have that information, but I know that there are some lists, and I know Larry is on here, and Larry might even be able to get the information. Maybe we can stick it in the chat, or maybe we can just provide it to you. Uh, but there are some places that you can look up and get that information. And if you send a question into info at vespero.com and ask for any information on this, uh, I'm sure they'll be happy. Someone in the customer service area will uh, pass you directly to somebody who can get you an answer on the L Braille and on the Notes app. I know they're doing a lot of development in that area. So do you have one now? Uh, he's actually, Oh, I, sorry. Um, let's see if I can, uh, okay. Well, he can write to them and ask. Yeah. Yep. Um, we'll go to Cecilia. Um, hi, I was curious how to put your hand down because I'll get I was, it for you. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I'm curious how to put my hand down in a Zoom meeting because I was in a Zoom meeting and I got my hand up with all plus Y, but I could not get it back down using all plus Y. I'm thinking that maybe JAWS had lost its focus or something. Um, it is a toggle switch, so you can do all plus Y, but if you put your, if you, do a home in the participant list without you. You'll get to your name, and then you can do an alt Y that way. But usually the host will lower it for you. You can also oh. tab to it as well in case for whatever reason you can't get it down with alt Y. You probably lost oh. focus, but you can tab to it as well. So there's a couple different ways to do it. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Okay. We will go to. Uh, not sure. Uh, M stores. In, yeah. M stores. Okay, you will see. Oh, a, that's Penny. Penny Moss. Let's see. You will see an ask to unmute. Yes. Can you Hi. hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. I had um, two questions. One is, how can you get Sharky to tell you a JAWS command that you've forgotten? Because I tried to do that, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't tell me the command. So I didn't know if I, how I, to say it right. Uh, so you're trying to get Sharky mm-hmm. to tell you a joke, but you're using the word funny, and you can't remember what was the word I have to ask him to get me to tell me 
tell me that. Is that what your is that what your question is? No, what I want to know is like a JAWS command. Like I wanted to ask it a specific JAWS command, like for search searching the. Um, I wanted to get a search. I can't remember exactly what the command was, but I let for illustration. Let's say I wanted to know the JAWS um, the JAWS command for search in an email. Mm. You know, because Control F, you know, forwards. forwards. Yep. And so I wanted to ask it that, but I couldn't get it to tell me the command. So what words should I use so, if I want to know a JAWS command? So sh- that's a great question. So sh- Sharky isn't necessarily a command search feature to help you find those commands. Mm-hmm. It's task-oriented. Now, some things are set up, but not all things are. And... So that everything JAWS can do cannot be done yet from a voice assistant command. And find mm-hmm. um, probably should be one that we can do, but I don't think it's in there at this point. Uh, what you really want to make sure that you get comfortable using is a feature called command search. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are, uh, whatever application you're in, if you want to see... If you can find something uh, in JAWS associated with the task you're trying to perform, mm-hmm. you do the following. You hold down the insert key, you hit the space bar, and mm-hmm. then you tap the letter J for JAWS. Okay. And that brings up the command search. It's like a little edit field. And in that edit field, you can type in a word that you're looking for. So like if if you wanted to learn how to do place markers on the web later, you heard me talk about it. And you want to be able to try it out, but you can't remember what the keystroke was. Right. You can go to the internet, do an insert space in the letter J, and then mm. in the edit field, type in the word place or place marker. And, and it will find all of the commands in JAWS associated with the word that you typed in. And so you can then tab and you can uh, move through those commands and see what they are, and it'll tell you the keystroke, and you can learn things in that way, okay? okay. So for what you wanted to do, you wanted to search or find <laughs> what I would probably try is I would go to the application, mm-hmm. I would do the command search, and I would try the word find, or I would try the word search and mm-hmm. see if you find any JAWS commands associated with that, okay? Okay, and um, the other question I had is, but, you know, hold on. Can we go back? You yes. were trying to find something in email. Is that what you were working yes, with? Yes. What I wanted to know is like in if Outlook? I have an email open in Outlook. In Outlook? I, yeah. Yes. And if I wanted to search for something, let's say, okay, I'll pull up the today's community calls that are listed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to read the whole list to find what I want to know. Let's say I want to look up a specific call. Let's yeah, say so here- Sparrow would be what I want to look up. So how do I do that in using Outlook the search? So, so if you use Control E, mm-hmm. it'll put you in the search, and right there you can type something in to find it. Now somebody else will speak up and give you different ways because there's many ways of of skinning the cat here. Mm-hmm. But there is a search feature in Outlook. And while you're on your inbox, if you are looking for a particular message, if you use control E mm-hmm. and you know what you're searching for and type that in, you should be able to pull up or pare down your list to find just the, the items related to that. 
Okay. Okay. Now, one final question is, in your update, do you have any changes to Zoom commands? There are not in this particular update. There were no changes uh, surrounding Zoom commands that I can recall. Okay. Thank you. Oh, but there is a change for Zoom. Let me just mention this, and you don't have to come back, but let me mention this one. Uh, For those of you who join a Zoom webinar, you may have noticed that when you type down to where you're supposed to enter in your name, uh, it pre-populates that field often with your name, but you didn't hear it in JAWS. And so you would type your name, and then your name in the list ends up showing up. It'll show up, and it's written multiple times. And that is why we were not speaking always the contents of that edit field because it actually gets pre-populated. And the reason why that was happening was something to do with the Zoom setting. It probably means you're on a laptop. That's where it happens the most. It was happening on mine. And that's how I knew about it or found out about it is that I noticed that my name was populated, but when I tabbed in, JAWS wouldn't tell me it was there already. Uh, That was fixed. That should be working now so that whenever you land in that edit field, when you're going to join a meeting, you should hear your name spoken. You don't have to type it in. Okay. Next question. Okay. Um, Hello. This is M Stores. There you Um, go. Sorry, I wanted to ask before the weed whackers came and invaded again. Um, so I noticed in Microsoft Teams, I had to share my screen this morning. Mm-hmm. And um, I usually just tab to where it says screen one, you know, like hit my share mm-hmm. screen button and then tab to where it says screen one and press enter. But I never get any confirmation that I'm sharing my screen unless I ask somebody. I was wondering if maybe in some future release of something that, that yeah, that we could that, that we could know. announce that screen shade went on. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think we do it for Zoom either. Uh, you kind of there is yeah, a it, visual it, indicator. It does. Say, it does. It does say on yeah. The, yeah, and it, and it definitely that, has a visual indicator. So it is yeah, something we should we should screen, be able to learn. So, yeah, you know, we do this in because we have a lot of team meetings and. Mm-hmm. Even even the sighted people in the room are always asking, "Am I sharing now? Are you getting this?" Right. So nobody ever has confidence that it's working because right, we, okay. we'll ha- we'll oftentimes <laughs> have we'll have sighted people and blind people on our teams meetings within the organization. Even the sighted people get confused. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. Okay. Uh- All right, Liz. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Go ahead. Um, whenever I'm in, whenever I want to, um, is there like a shortcut key to get to the menus in the Zoom windows? Like in, hmm. when you're in the Zoom window and you want to go up to like your um the menu, you know how like in like other programs it's got the menu bar. It seems like I have to tab all multiple times. Um, I don't have a good answer for you, Larry, or anyone else. Jump in if you've if you've got a comment on this. Otherwise, I would probably suggest um, 
you you might want to write to our training department and or write to Brian Hartchin at Hartchin Consultancy and see if he's got some answers for you with his scripts. I know his scripts are pretty affordable. I think it's like 30 bucks. And boy, I'll tell you, he knows what he's doing and he's made a lot of uh, improvements to try and help people get around uh, in these apps. So, And that's one that he's put a lot of focus on. Okay, um, next we'll go to Teresa. Drag and drop. Can I do that with Jaws? Hmm. Uh, good question. You know, I, I haven't tried it in a very, very long time, but we mm-hmm. had features to do that. We had commands to do that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I think they in, got broken. In the past, and they may well have been broken. And, and if mm-hmm. they did, they broke because... <laughs> In Windows 10, yeah. uh, Microsoft has made changes so that we don't get screen content for our off-screen model the way we used to get it uh, oh. in Windows 7. And so oftentimes the JAWS cursor itself will not work very well in Windows 10. Uh, we had somebody in a presentation earlier this morning that was talking about missing the ability to take the JAWS cursor and just review the contents of her Excel spreadsheet from top left to bottom right, and just have it read a line at a time as you want. And she could do a say all with the JAWS cursor. Right. And we don't have that now because the JAWS cursor can't get that information. It's given to us programmatically. Uh, so yeah. it it isn't something that it's not a question that comes up too often. So I don't think we've spent much time looking at coming up with a solution to do it. If, if you could drop an email in, if you're trying to accomplish something and you think you need to use drag and drop to do it, send an email into the training department, describe what you're trying to accomplish. There's probably a way to do it without the drag and drop feature. Uh, and they'll probably be happy to try and help you figure that out. Okay, next we'll go to Jessica. Hey, so you know how you said something about the announcement of your name when joining a webinar? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? I had that very problem while joining this webinar. It did not announce it. Didn't announce it. And do you have the April update installed? I do. Even when I went to retype my name, it still did not announce it. It actually skipped one of the letters in my name. Um, Send an email to me, edamory at vispero.com, and I will get you connected with support so we can get some information about your computer, so we can get it into the developer that just worked on this, okay? Okay, great. Thanks. Just remind me in the subject line. Uh, I have the problem in Zoom, and we talked at ACB, and I'll remember that. And uh, and send an email to me, and then I will have support people reach out to you right away. Deborah, I think. Yes, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make a brief comment about Tandem, the Microsoft. Disability Answer Desk for Enterprise. EJAD uses it a lot, and they're very good with tandem. So if your normal IT department isn't helping you, you might call uh, or talk to the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk and have them tandem with you. I've had them fix 
many problems on my PC. And that's all I have to say. Great. Yeah, they're uh, a good group of people up there, and they're very knowledgeable. And I know one person in particular up there who's worked for us or worked with us for years through our beta team and everything. And and he's there on the EDADS desk, Kelly Ford. He's a great guy. There's a phone number there. Yeah, we'll go to area code 517. Um, Great information. Um, I have three quick questions. My name is Roberta. I have three quick questions. I'm hoping they're quick. Um, One is, I recall that you mentioned maybe in December that there was going to be something in the update where we could change the volume of JAWS to tone it down. Yes, you can do that now. Uh, It was in the February update. And to do it, you'll do insert spacebar and then the letter V for volume and then the letter J for JAWS. Insert space V and then the letter J. And once you've gone into J for JAWS, you press down arrow to decrease it, up arrow to increase it, or page up and page down to go in larger increments. And then hit escape when you're done, and and that change will have been made. Now, it won't stick across sessions, uh, I don't think. Now that that I said it, maybe it does, but... uh, Okay, well, at least okay. I know I can change That'll work. And I think okay, we're out of time. We're out of time. In, oh, um, we're going to have to go. So, Sherry, do me a favor. If you want, you can send your email. Email me, edamory at, at uh, vispero.com with your questions. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Eric. Hicks. All right. Bye-bye. We'll catch you next week. We'll podcast this as well. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.